At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. Good evening. It is The Rocket Shop once again. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight is Hedy Betty, a.k.a. Emily Pocock. Hello. What up, y'all? How's it going? I'm going, uh, you know, just really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure to have you in. Uh, Really glad that uh, you've come in. Um, We always like kicking it off with a song. So what have you got for us? All right, this first song I got is something that I'm dropping on my EP that is coming on Spotify. It is called Modest and Rich Life. So I hope you all enjoy. Here we go. up on that block now senior man he a pig he a cop now born independent booty splendid that's hereditary i be dropping calls when this course ain't really necessary damn i'm just trying to live my life smoke too fat else like i'm trying to lose my life hey who's that there i'm the one they prophesize hypnotize mystify men and women on my line Run it up, run it up, come from the bottom like uppercuts Wildin' and getting confused, had to remind them that I am a cannibal Big fish, eat it up, big plate, eat it up Hungry fish, eat it up, set my place, eat it up, eat it up Modest, nah, see, I'm just being honest Give me brain, I take that boy to college Keep him on my call list, modest That ain't what you call this, I'm gorgeous, I'm flawless I'm eating, you starving, modest, nah, see I'm just being honest, give me brain, I take that boy to college Keep him on my call list, modest That ain't what you call this, I'm gorgeous, I'm flawless I'm eating, you starving. Rich life, now I ain't paying for it. Pull up in that new whip, that new drip, they can't afford it. I just need my income coming in a steady pool. But I got a new yeah, my music, yeah, ain't ready for yeah. it. Rich life, now I ain't paying for it. Pull up in that new whip, that new drip, they can't afford it. I just need my income coming in a steady pool. But I got a new yeah, my music, yeah, ain't ready for yeah. it. You be stressed out and dressed up, overdue to acting up. I be iced out, vvs up, yes, sir. Ratchet hoes making moves with no discretion You ain't passed the test, I'm texting all your best friends And when I'm done with one, I say go ahead, bring the next in I'm in the penthouse, I ain't paying rent now Looking at my bed, but you sleeping on that red couch Modest, nah, see, I'm just being honest Give me brain, I take that boy to college Keep him on my call list, modest That ain't what you call this, I'm gorgeous, I'm flawless I'm eating, you starving, modest, nah, see I'm just being honest, give me brain, I take that boy to college Keep him on my call list, modest That ain't what you call this, I'm gorgeous, I'm flawless I'm eating, you starving Rich life, and I ain't paying for a pull up in that new whip That new drip, they can't afford it, I just keep my income Coming in a steady pool, but I got a new yeah, game on music, yeah, ain't ready for yeah. it. Rich life, and I ain't paying for a pull up in that new whip, that new drip, they can't afford it. I just keep my income coming in a steady pool, but I got a new game yeah, on music, yeah, ain't ready for yeah. it. Right, Modest Rich Life by Hedy Betty there. Um, so, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, uh, where you live now, how you got here. 
So I'm from uh, North Carolina. Go Panthers. Um, I came up here on a scholarship to UVM. Um, it was uh, not my first choice. Being from the South, I did not have much interest in coming into the polar vortex up here, but we made it work. I started snowboarding, so I started really loving my time here. And I figured out that being uh, trapped inside in the darkness is a really great way to get music going, start new hobbies. So that's that's where we ended up where we are today. Um, so uh, talking to which, um, you said so you came up here and it sounded like, you know, you picked up a few hobbies like snowboarding and whatnot. Um, did you only really start writing once you when you were up here or did you start writing when you were down in North Carolina as well? Nah, so I first started writing music. Well, I first started freestyling. Um, back down south, all my friends would freestyle and we would all diss on each other. But like, I, I was the only girl in the group and I was the only one who wouldn't freestyle and all of them would be hating on me like so hard. So I was like, like I gotta do this. I gotta just figure it out. I'm creative enough. I can make it work. So I would just start listening to Lil Wayne beats in my car, in my Jeep Grand Cherokee, bumping, <laughs> rolling through town, just start practicing over and over again. Just you got to let go of like sounding stupid because, you know, it's only you in the car. So that was where I really started. And then I remember the first time that I started spitting back on my homies and they would like just be like, damn, Emily, I can't come back at that. I don't know what that is. So... <laughs> That was when I first started to be like, okay, I should probably, I want to start writing this stuff down and kind of like putting stuff together. So where did it go from there? So you were, you were writing it a little bit in North Carolina and then you came up here. Was it was it from the go up here or is it uh, is it taking a little bit of time to kind of go from doing freestyle to actually kind of recording and finding beats and whatnot? It did take a while. I, at first I just started freestyling and like, being uh, a young girl out here on my own, I would like kind of try and get in those circles at parties and be like, hey, excuse me, I, I can freestyle, you know? But you, nobody like nobody wants to hear it, nobody listens to that shit, that's not how you come in. So eventually I started, <laughs> eventually I started uh, just inserting myself into those situations and just I came prepared with like a line or two and then I knew that like the rest would start flowing and that's how I started like getting friends who I would freestyle with and just like hang out in the living room and just start shooting. And so when did it kind of make that step up? When did you like, you know, buy out, buy the fancy microphone and, and figure out how to kind of, you produce your own songs? Is that, that's right. So... I started out like mixing and editing all my all my own songs. Um, that was like my my very first song that I did. I just found this beat that I loved, and I just like I had this chorus in my head that kept playing over and over again. I ain't with too much chillin'. I saved that shit for the children. You ain't gonna see me walking out the church without a fit that's fresh and that's killing. And I could just hear that in my head over and over again. And I was like, okay, like you know, GarageBand's free on your MacBook. I have the access to the beat. I can just do it into my headphones on like from iPod, like, you know, Apple headphones. And uh, quality wasn't great, but I started messing around with editing. And um, for this project that I'm putting out, I'm trying to outsource and pay somebody to do the, the mastering and the mixing. Otherwise, we'll be waiting a long time. <laughs> 
for me to figure all that out. But you, you did get yourself to like a competent enough level to really start making like some some really listenable tracks. There was like, there's a certainly a degree of skill that you kind of put into it this far. Yeah, for sure. I um I had to get there to kind of like pitch myself to people and let them know that I could do more than just freestyle and that I could I could make choruses, I can make hooks, I can make verses that make sense and that all go together and I can put it on a track and play it for people and they and they'll like it. So that was kind of where I first started. I made that first song and I kind of just did it out of like fun and being like this is good and I just I want to have it like Make, like come to fruition and then I started showing it to a few people and they were like this is good like you should show it to more people so that was kind of how I got in touch with my friend Ben who um kind of like helped me go from there really kind of gave me like the tips told me I needed to get a real microphone like you know told me to like keep working at it also like you know all my friends were super just encouraging me to, to keep doing it so that's what I did. I, I love it. I can spend like eight hours a day just like recording and re-recording. And I know it pisses everybody off in my house, but I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> um, and and Ben, is, is Ben local? Is Ben from around Vermont? He is. Ben Kennedy. And so how, in terms of the hip hop scene in Vermont, we, we talked a lot on this show about how collaborative uh, music is in Vermont, but we're really talking about kind of you know folk music, band music, uh, even hardcore and whatnot. There is there's definitely an audience out there and like a scene, and there's a lot of collaboration. But does that kind of go with hip hop as well? For sure. Um, I've had a group of like I don't know, probably ten guys uh, who rap around here, like Chice and some of their friends. I had them all come back to my house, and we had like a super fun night just recording and like trying to put stuff together. Um, that is about the extent I've had with rapping with other people. I've also been, like, kind of just putting my feelers out there. Um, I find, for me personally, though, I, I do my best work by myself. So if I did, like, collaborate with somebody, it would probably look like me doing some stuff on my own and bringing it to somebody else. But that being said, I did... Uh, come back from Arizona recently and I had a six hour layover in Denver um, and I hit up my friend Carlos who's Los on Spotify and SoundCloud and uh, we ended up in that six hour layover making a sick song together just like he heard my stuff and he was like I'm ready let's do it and that was like the best layover I've ever had. <laughs> so it definitely sounds like you got, you know, almost like an addiction at the moment, a real drive to kind of get as much down as possible. Uh, I mean literally going out the airport and writing a track and producing a track in six hours and, and wanting to sit down and do this for eight, for eight hours a day. Um, is it, is it that you've got like hundreds of tracks kind of on the, on the go at the moment? What's the kind of creative process? Are you just laying down like small pieces of this or is this like a, a whole track at a time and you kind of churning out one after the other in a, in a kind of more of a one after the other kind of fashion? I mean, I truly work like a Gemini, which is, I start one project, get halfway through, I hate it, I'm sick of it, I want to start a new project, same thing over and over again. And then it just gets to the point where I'm like, damn, I've already started like 10 projects, I can't start another one before I finish one. And then I start going back and listening, I'm like, oh, it's not as bad as I remember when I when I recorded it, you know, 300 times in one day. Um, so that, I kind of just like go back, pick and choose my favorite ones. But then there's sometimes when, like, I 
just like hear a beat and I get something going and I can just like do the whole thing at once. And that's a really rare occasion, but I really appreciate it because then things start going really, really quickly. But I mean, to be honest, that's not always my best work. What was that first track for you? Was that uh, kind of just a snippet or was that like a whole a whole track? What, how did that work out for you? So that one I've actually been working on for a really long time. And I went through so many different hooks with that. And I pitched them all to Ben and all my friends. And every time they'd be like, yeah, that, that's okay. Like, that's okay. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not like good enough. And so I just like, I, I also like do my best work when I'm driving and I'm by myself. So I just kept churning out different hooks, kept thinking about different things. And then I found something that's so what I actually ended up using. And I recorded it when I got home. And at first I like hated it and I erased everything. So eventually I came back to it and just kind of like sometimes your perspective just shifts and um, I ended up rewriting a lot of those verses over quite a, quite a bit of time, but I think that's probably one of my best songs. So you, you definitely you describe yourself as a perfectionist. Is that, is that part of uh, your process? Every now and then, about things that I really, really care about, you know? It's not going to be everything, but the things that are important. And um, in terms of, you say you do some of your best work while driving. Is it, you just have like a, a voice memo on your, on your phone or something? Do you, or are you, do you kind of just keep it all up in your head? So I will just play the beat over and over again, usually on YouTube. Shout out to my dad for still paying my phone bill because uh, I've <laughs> ran out of data so many times doing this. But... Yeah, just replay it over and over again, and then I will like say it out loud. And when I when I hit something that I think is good, I'll just be like, "All right, that's that's what I'm saying here." And then I'll just keep doing it over and over again. I'll start it from the beginning, and start it from the beginning, and just until things start to like flow out of me, coming from the first things that I do. Right. Um, well, we would love to hear another track. So, what you got for us? So this one is called Top Chef. need is a title. I was thinking along the lines of no TV and no beer make Homer something something. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do! Riddling when he giving me attention You could try and be me cause I need the competition You ain't see me yet, nah, I'm the new addition No politicking, but I'm baby kissing, preaching my position He like my show, say it's wholesome, enriching Laugh at my jokes like hyenas, eat me in my kitchen Put aside time for y'all to 69, 27 years behind So guess I'm 96 in Jesus Christ, good Lord, I have risen I am what your man thinks about while he in prison I got the clout, got the grip, got the vision Got you swerving on my lane, avoiding a collision I'm on the tip of the top, yeah I see you cooking, but y'all know I'm the top chef I got butter for your rolls I should hit the pose, cause I see that it's me Who you watching? 
Watch your back If you think you in front of me You could drop dead Like a heart attack I'm the stock quarterback You the second string It's the championship title And I'm going for the ring Y'all would rather lay low And complain about your mundane lives Sitting listening to Cobain I dance like a stripper While you do the hokey pokey My fit's looking real good Your fit's looking okay But that's okay Better luck next time Trouble getting women I prefer you don't address mine And your very best Don't impress me Talking all that boo-hoo Got me feeling testy I go shopping, shopping, see what the thrift store dropping, dropping. Your bulls looking fancy, my goons just might rob him. All them other girls aside, I'm your biggest problem. Uh huh, uh huh, ayy, yeah. Uh huh, uh huh. All them other girls aside, I'm your biggest problem. I'm on the tip of the top, yeah. I see you cooking, but y'all know I'm the top chef. I got butter for your rolls. I should hit the pose, cause I see that it's me who you watching. I don't wake up, I stay woke You busters don't stick up, you stay broke My quarters in a payphone, I'm really out here They just stay home And if you looking for your man, he doing what I say so I write the D like a freak through Word on their street when I peek, there's a sequel Very unequal, you cannot be like me Pretty in the face, get these other ladies high feet Get these other ladies high feet Get these other ladies high feet Pretty in the face, get these other ladies high feet all right, Top Chef there by Hetty Betty. And um, so there's a lot of, obviously, bravado in your songs. I think it's not exactly uh, an uncommon theme when it comes to rap and hip-hop. Um, but do you find yourself um, finding common themes and threads that y- you are constantly going back to? Or is this more of a, you just, every, is every track a hype track? No. So not all of my songs are hype tracks, as you will see in the next one. Um, However, that is like the that's the style that I like. You know, I love Megan The Stallion. I love Cardi B. I love Dreezy, Saweetie. Like, I love the female rappers that are in the game right now, and I am obsessed with what they're doing. And like, if I could come anywhere close to that, I'm down with it. And like, these are this is the kind of music that me and my girls are listening to. You know, while we get ready in our house together, like, that's the kind of stuff that I want to be bringing people. But I also have other projects where I'm doing a little more, like getting into my feelings, and you know. Why do you feel that? Like, uh, that, why do you feel that now is this time when there's so much female empowerment in hip hop? Why are people like Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B really coming to the fore now as like kind of the premier female artists of the moment? Well, for one, dudes be falling off there a little bit, just to be honest, like some of the stuff that is getting a little lazy. And I think, uh, you know, that's not the only thing. I think the other thing is that women, like people hear women in hip hop and they're like, that's really good. Like, how does WAP get to number one in the world with two female artists? Like that shows you right there that it's not like female hip hop. This is this is hip hop. And I think like the progression has happened really quickly in the past, you know, few years, and I'm really excited to be a part of it. And let's talk a little bit about that EP that you're making. So you say it's going to be up on Spotify soon. Tell us a little bit about the process, uh, creating it, and um, getting the tracks together. Well, when I first started showing people my music, they would be like, "Where can I listen to this? Where can I listen to this?" 
And, you know, sometimes I would put stuff up on SoundCloud, but I honestly would, like, be reworking songs so much that I would end up taking them off and putting them back on so many times that it was, like, I think people just kind of lost it. And I talked to Ben, and he recommended that I drop, like, a whole project together. So, like, you know, five songs or so. Um, it started with the first song that I ever did, Children, and went to um, Modest Rich Life, and then just the other songs kind of started coming in. And the whole process of, of making it was so fun. The whole process of editing it and trying to make it into like a final version of what I want is excruciatingly painful. I just hear things like the final version, and I'm like, no, I don't like that. I want to re-record that. I want to cut that out. And so, yeah, shout out to Zach for dealing with me <laughs> because I've had him do probably too many washes at this point. But um, I'm dedicated to, to putting something out there that I can really stand behind. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, w we often talk to people on this show about that first project and it definitely being like, you know, your baby. And, and you bring it out and and you have to let the world see it and it's it's very intimate uh but also the uh, the process of creating someone's first track or sorry first record uh you learn a lot uh especially in terms of what you're going to take with you going into your second record or making that full length album is there anything that you feel that you've learned creating this that you is going to stick with you in terms of moving forward and going and making maybe that full length album or that second ep i would love to find a studio to record in. I've been doing everything myself and while I like creating by myself sometimes, like having that experience with Carlos and, and having somebody there just to like record my things and like give me instant feedback and I'm not like, you know, judging myself the whole time. I get somebody else to like bounce ideas off of. That I think was super productive for me. And I, I think going forward, I would like to do a lot more of that. I would also like to do a lot more collaborating with other people. So, um, it, so from what I'm hearing in terms of like the actual creative uh, process, uh, at the beginning, it's more of a solo thing, but you're realizing now that you'd, you'd rather have people around you when it comes to actually laying this down. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, now if I'm getting to that point where I want to make music that people listen to, you know, I want to have people listening while I make it so I can have that kind of feedback. Also, I'm, you know, super harsh on myself. And, like, everybody knows that feeling when you have, like, a favorite song and you listen to it so many times that you, like, don't want to hear it again. And that is how I get with recording. And so it's, like, I feel like it would be a lot more productive and go more quickly if I had somebody there to be, like, no, like, it's still good. You've just listened to it too many times today. And, like, you should probably take a break. Right. Um, and tell us a little bit about, uh, a little bit about your COVID, uh, experience, because I mean, you, you're almost not here today because, uh, your, your roommate got COVID and thankfully it looked like it was a false positive and the rest of the house was negative. But in terms of being able to squirrel yourself away for a few months and, and everyone was in lockdown, how, how'd that experience go for you? Because we've really heard mixed, mixed results from other people that have come in the studio. 
it was like a roller coaster, you know. Some days you wake up and you're like, I'm getting my life together. I'm doing all these projects. And some days you do. And some days you say that. And it's like the eighth day in a row you like got day drunk and just like slept on your couch and <laughs> made mac and cheese. And you're like, that's good enough. <laughs> did Did you find it to be a more creative experience you know, for you with that kind of that extra time to be able to focus on, on your own work? Or is it too much? And as you said, it's sometimes easier to eat a whole box of mac and cheese and uh, get yourself tanked on a cheap bottle of vodka well it's funny i want to collaborate more with other people who i'm working with but in terms of having people around me um i just like i get distracted and also like i know it's bothering people like in my house there's so many people there all the time and then you just like picking up noise in the background and things like that so again a studio if anybody has a studio, they want to let me in there, call me, <laughs> email me, text me, let me know. I'd say there's plenty of studios around around Burlington. You've got to pay for them. You would think, right? But, I mean, I'm looking for a little charity. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's certainly a few people that come on this show that, it, especially during COVID, they, they kitted out their full basement with, like, uh, their own, own studio. It tends to be, you know, people who... Uh, you know, grown up a little bit and have the kind of disposable income to do so, but there's probably a few um, a few homemade studios in people's basements. Yeah, I considered making one of those myself as well. So we'll see. We'll see where things go. Uh, so you talked a little bit about collaboration and, and wanting to do a little bit more collaboration. Um, what what you're looking for when you want to collaborate with with someone like what what kind of qualities do you feel are balancing your qualities and and to create a different kind of track or a different kind of sound? I really like, in general, like, songs where there, you have a female and a male artist, like, coming on. But I also, you know, even more so, love a song where you have, like, two female artists. And if I could find another female rapper in this area who would want to, like, connect and do some work together, that would be ideal for me. Like, I feel like that would be, like, the best inspiration I could possibly receive is to have another lady here doing it with me. But, like, that being said, I still really love working with anybody who can bring something that's, like, hard, you know? Like, I really love hard rap. And, you know, in Burlington, sometimes you get a little, like, you know, I went outside today and saw a sunflower, and it was beautiful. <laughs> That's, like, not the vibe I'm going for. As pos- like, as much as I respect that and, like, I appreciate it bringing, like, a, an aspect of positivity is, like, not my style. So I'm, I'm really looking for somebody who's going to bring something that's, like, punchy. Have you ever considered uh, collaborating with, like, bands and, and have, like, a band behind you? I wouldn't even know how to begin doing that, like. But if anybody has any suggestions, I am open. So let me know. Is there anyone in Burlington that you you have got your eye on, or you, or you would you would like to collaborate with that you've you've heard or you've seen, and you're like that's the sort of person I'd want to work with? Uh, there's been a few people like um, Asa Mac is one. He and I have like done a little bit of work together, but you know it's always about like we have to find somebody who's like a producer to, who is. Ha- available the same time that we're both available who's like both also motivated to like get down and do some work but also um chice is somebody who i've had come over and 
you know, do a few things with. But nothing's really come to fruition yet. So looking forward to that in the future. All right. Um, so finally, we are running a little bit out of time, but I wanted to go back to the EP. Uh, you said you're still in the kind of editing process at the moment. Have you got uh, any TA on that? And uh, if if you have got kind of an idea of when that will be out, are you going to do anything for it? Are you going to try and promote it? Are you, I mean, I know gigs are few and far between these days thanks to COVID, but is there any plans to kind of push it out into the wider world? So I'm going to say November 15th is like my, that's my date. I'm setting. It was today, but, you know, dreams don't always come <laughs> true, unfortunately, kids. So, um, I'm going to get a lot more serious about trying to get it done in a timely manner. Uh, and in terms of promoting it, I kind of just, you know, show people my music here and there. And if they like it, then, you know, they want to follow me and, you know, share it with their friends. So that's that's all I'm doing at the moment. A little bit of Instagram stuff, but not really. So I just kind of want to, like, get out there so I can... I just want to have, like, a project that I finish, that I put out there that people can listen to so I can move on and, and start making new music. Yeah, for sure. And I, I would say that you saying that uh, November 15th is the date that you want it out, that's a, it's a very short deadline, so it's... <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much that you push it back a little bit. We are this close, y'all. So close. Is there a title of the of the EP? Have you got a name? Probably probably just the Heady Betty EP. I don't know. Classic. I might get, you know, like Slim Shady, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, imitation is flattery. Um, <laughs> all right, we've got about time for one more track. So what have you got to play us out with? This one's called Demons. Coming after me, preachers saying I'm unholy. Ain't an exorcist alive to crucify my mind. That's what my mama told me. Riding with my demons, you can see them, you can see them. I got creatures coming after me. Preachers saying I'm unholy. Ain't an exorcist alive to crucify my mind. That's what my mama told me. Riding with my demons, you can see them, you can see them. Mama, daddy, please forgive me Reverend's requesting that I get a little Jesus in me Lord Almighty, goddamn I go, 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 cabana Go, Tony, Santana Coming up empty-handed when I ask this guy for answers I caught the devil, now we dancing I fall in step like one, two God only bless me after at you They ain't praying for you, they praying at you It's time for chapel I'm Eve, the snake, the poison apple My favorite chapter Preachers coming after me Preachers saying I'm unholy Ain't an exorcist allowed to crucify my mind That's what my mama told me Riding with my demons You can't see them, you can't see them I got creatures coming after me Preachers saying I'm unholy Ain't an exorcist allowed to crucify my mind That's what my mama told me Riding with my demons You can't see them 
Thank y'all for having me here tonight. A little listening pleasure for your Wednesday when you should be at church. Praise the Lord. Anybody sending us out with demons there? Emmy, thank you so much for coming in. It's been a real pleasure. Thank y'all for having me. Have a good night. So uh, check us out next week. We're going to have George Nostrand coming in the studio. Uh, I won't be here as it will be the day after the election and I'll be incredibly busy on the state house lawn. Uh, so if you can't listen in, please join us there. Um, this has been 105.9 The Radiator, The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, I'm Proctor, and good night. <laughs>